This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morrison. This week, we return to our senior salutes for teams who saw their seasons erased by the COVID-19 pandemic. On this episode, we chat with the senior captains and the head coaches for the Bates Nordic and Alpine skiing teams. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The Bates Nordic Skiing Program is led by a trio of senior captains. Zoe McKinney, Tucker Pierce, and Carter Ross help head coach Becky Woods make sure everything runs smoothly. And with no carnival races this year, their abilities as leaders were tested in brand new ways. Just to get things started, Zoe, uh, senior captain here for the women's team, tell us a little bit about how uh, Bates first got on your radar back when you were in high school looking for colleges. Well, actually, the first time I went to Bates, I was looking at colleges with my cousin um, and I just really liked kind of the community that I saw when I was at Bates. And from there, I kind of reached out to Becky and James and things just kind of went from there. From when I talked to people, everyone always just talked about like the people and um, just the community that they found when they were here. Great. Tucker, you're a, you're a Mainer. Uh, you went to Maine Coast Waterf School from New Gloucester. Uh, tell me, so Bates, right around the corner from you growing up, uh, did you always think you'd be coming to Bates or how'd that process go for you there? Well, it was certainly uh, on my radar from an early uh, age. Um, my sister was also a Nordic Bobcat and um, James, their assistant coach, is, uh, ran a summer program for high school athletes, which I participated in and got to meet some of the athletes uh, before I was even at Bates. And uh, they were all wonderful people. Um, got a good introduction to Becky early on and uh, the community inspired me and uh, definitely seemed like the right decision. Great, so we've got Tucker from Maine, Zoe from New Hampshire, but Carter, you're from Idaho. So tell us about how you first got um, interested in coming to become a Bobcat. Yeah, Bates wasn't really on my radar at all through high school until one of um, my high school teammates and one of my Bates teammates, Leo Lukens, um, made his way out here to ski. Um, that's when I first sort of heard about Bates. And then an email from Becky came through my, came through my mailbox um, during my gap year um, where I was just focusing on ski racing in the hopes of making a college team. But um, to be totally honest, my uh, prospects weren't looking very good until I got that email. Um, so I guess just to uh, hear that Becky believed in me and that Becky wanted me on the team was, you know, the main draw, the main draw for me um, coming out here to Bates. I never got the chance to visit, um, kind of just showed up in August as a freshman and uh, turned out to be one of the best decisions of my life. Awesome. Uh, Zoe, um, as one of the captains this year, what was that experience like for you considering there, unfortunately there were no obviously carnivals this season, but you, you and Tucker and Carter were still leading the team. Yeah, it was definitely challenging this year. I feel like because with all of the restrictions just on campus, it was also hard to gather as a team, um, like outside of practicing, but um, the three of us just kind of worked on getting captains practices together this fall and getting that going before we met with Becky and James. Um, but we definitely had to navigate some different um, circumstances this year for sure, which was challenging. Tucker, how do you see it from your perspective? Well, it was definitely a difficult year because we were 
in the dark for a lot of the year as to whether we would be competing together as a team. Um, and I think one of our biggest roles for us as captains was keeping a positive attitude and keeping everybody excited about ski training um, throughout the fall because that's a really critical part of our um, training year. Um, and I think the team was in a good place with that. And we were, we were lucky to have such, have such, you know, good-minded folk on the team. Um, and uh, even once the season kind of slipped between our fingers, people were able to kind of race on their own and make the best of, of the ski season. And, um, you know, for us as seniors, it was, probably the greatest loss, but we were happy to see that people were excited about it and, and we're looking forward to next year already. So. And then Carter, you were a three-time captain. You were first a captain for the men's team as a sophomore. Uh, how, how did that experience go for you, you know, being a captain so young and then uh, continuing to be one throughout your time at Bates? Yeah, I think, um, you know, being a captain sophomore year was definitely a challenge, but um you know, Becky put a lot of trust in me early on, and I hope that I was able to live up to that. Um, but, you know, we, as, you know, a senior class have always had such a strong connection. I mean, Tucker and Zoe are like two of my best friends. And along with all the other seniors in our grade, it's never really felt like I've had to, you know, do much leading for, you know, my classmates. It's, um, everybody's kind of on the same page. So I think everybody made it pretty easy for me from the start. And uh, while this year wasn't what we hoped it would be, um, I think for all of us seniors, we just wanted to leave a mark on the team and, you know, get some good momentum for the team moving forward after we're gone. And I feel like we were able to do that and still uh, accomplish some goals and have make the most of our senior year. Certainly. And then I love to do like most memorable, in your case, carnivals during your time as Bobcats. Uh, Zoe, looking back on your time on the team, what's maybe the most memorable carnival for you? Um, I've actually been thinking about this a lot recently, but I just remember the last carnival of our freshman year. We were all sitting at the Middlebury Inn, or not the Middlebury Inn, sorry, um, the Blueberry Hill Inn. And the seniors that year, um, Parker, Dylan, and Connor, they were all going around like sharing their memories and just like how much the team had meant to them. And I feel like that was just like a really special moment because we were all there as a team and it was like the last race of the season and these seniors who had left such a mark on the team and like in, for all of us, um, they were just sharing about their experiences and it was just it felt like a very special moment. It felt like we were entering something like a really special team. And um, that was just like a really awesome memory for me. Terrific. And Tucker, how about for you? Most memorable carnival? Um, that's a tough one. Because uh, <laughs> we didn't have any this year and I was injured for a lot of them last year. But um, probably for me, it would have been the, 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 not a carnival, but the, uh, the uh, Chummy Cup that we raced against uh, Bowden and Colby at, and we had that at Black Mountain last year, which was uh, our home course. And uh, we were all had great energy going into it. And I was able to come back and race with the team for that one. And it really kind of reignited my passion for skiing after a tough season. So um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that and enjoyed seeing all my teammates accelerate and 
kind of move up and take my take my spot that year and you know keep going with the uh fortitude that i'd left it with yeah that chummy broomhall cup just follow up real quick on that for those who don't know what makes that such a special race well it's it's a race that we do against the colleges of maine and it generally <laughs> it generally inspires a more competitive kind of atmosphere because it's a smaller uh field and uh against our closest rivals so we uh we we generally have pretty pretty ambitious attitude going into that race and um yeah i would say i'd say it's a highlight of the year every year it falls usually right in the middle of the carnival season and uh yeah we've had a lot of fun with it the last past few years um and i think we're tied or maybe one back off of colby in terms of total wins but uh so it's kind of a historic event as well as a uh, landmark event each year. Excellent. And then Carter, what's the most memorable carnival for you? Yeah, I think the most memorable carnival for me would probably be the Bates Carnival last year. Um, especially looking back on it as my last Bates Carnival, I think there's always something special about racing at Black Mountain and Rumford. Um, so much history there and so much Bates skiing history there. Um, the getting to race up there is always super special. And uh, not only is it Austin race at Black Mountain, but last year on the 20 kilometer classic race day, the men's team had a career day. Um, James gave us great skis and everybody really skied their hearts out. And it was super cool to see the team sort of succeed in a way that we hadn't yet this, the, that season and sort of like see the potential that we had going forward. So that's probably the one that I'll always hold closest to my heart. Great. Uh, Zoe, tell me a little bit more about the coaching team of Becky Woods and James Upham and what makes them uh, so special here at Bates. Obviously Becky being the longest tenured uh, current head coach here. Yeah. Um, they're both so awesome. James is always so good with just like, um, He's always there, like helping us with technique, and he's always so good with waxing and just all of like the technical things. And so is Becky, and Becky's like always there as just like a motivating voice. Um, and um, yeah, they're both just like such great supports. And I feel like I go and talk to them a lot just during the year, just when things are going on, or just stopping in to say hi. Um, yeah, I'm really gonna miss both of them next year so much. <laughs> Tucker, what's your perspective on the, the two coaches there for the Bobcats? Yeah, I think they make a great combo. I mean, James brings a lot of um, professional waxing um, into it from his past into the into the mix and always always pretty confident when I when I get my pair of skis from him before a race that that I'm gonna have at least be be in the best place I can to do as best I can that race. Um, and Becky is a good uh, kind of role model and and mental support um leader um brings like a lot of experience from you know being such a, a coach for so long um and is really really just a very personable person outside of sort of our racing environment too when we're just training and uh balances uh you know understands our balance between school and uh skiing so yeah, I was going to mention that, Carter, you touched on the coaches also, but that balance between school and skiing, I'm sure, is, is a challenge, certainly, because you're, you're away from campus a lot, right? Yeah, it's definitely a challenge. Um, I think it helps that 
Becky has been through the exact same thing we have, you know, as, as a bait salam and as somebody who skied for the Bobcats in her time during college, she knows, she knows what it's like to, you know, go through a finals week here or to navigate midterms or even for us seniors this year working on thesis, like she gets it. So when you're having those conversations with her about how I can't, you know, make it to practice today because I have this big test, like you don't need to provide reasoning like she knows. And I think that understanding that you have the room to focus on your academics when you need to um, and knowing that your coaches are in full support of you through all that makes it uh, makes the challenge a little bit easier for sure. Great. Well, any other thoughts from each of you on your time at Bates uh, plans going forward, perhaps uh, you'd like to share uh, Zoe, we can start with you. Yeah, next year, I'm actually going to stay in Maine um, and I'm going to be teaching in like just outside of Nobleboro, Maine, actually with Tucker's sister, Sam Pierce, who also skied for the team as well. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Tucker, uh, and what about your experience? Any other thoughts you want to share and what your plans are for the near future? Um, well, I don't have any plans going forward uh, yet, but um, definitely trying to stick around Maine. Uh, it's close to my heart from here. Went to school here. Um, and I uh, don't plan to leave here quite yet. Um, although I've, I've had a great time being able to go visit my teammates like Carter out in Idaho and uh, see kind of there's other teammates, you know, worlds in different areas of the country. Um, so I think that's, that's something valuable about the alumni skiing alumni experiences that you kind of have connections and friends all over the, the map. And uh, yeah, that's something I'm going to hold close to me for their foreseeable and probably far future. <laughs> awesome. Carter, you get the last word. Any final thoughts you want to share and also possible plans for the future? Yeah. I mean, I think reflecting on my years at Bates, I'm never going to be able to separate my time at Bates from my time on the ski team. You know, the Bates skiing family tends to live on all the way past graduation. And I'm really excited to try to stay involved with the team and the alumni network going forward. Um, for me personally, I don't have any concrete plans for next year, but I'm looking to stick around New England and maybe try my hand at some uh, coaching. So I might be reaching out to Becky for some tips in the future. There you go. Perfect. Zoe McKinney, Tucker Pierce, and Carter Ross, senior captains for the Bates Nordic program. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate it. Becky Woods, the longest tenured current head coach at Bates, joins the Bobcast to salute this year's senior class for Bates Nordic. Becky, just kind of give me an overview overall of the senior class. Coming back this year, obviously, maybe had some hopes high. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't get any carnivals in. But what kind of impact do these seniors overall leave on the program, in your opinion? Ooh, well, it's a huge class. Um, we have seven total seniors. Um, and for a team of, you know, around 20, that's a, that's a big number. Um, so their impact was... Uh, was huge um, in, in all different ways, right? You know, from leading the team as athletes and racers, right? And in training um, to also leading the team really through this pandemic, um, which I think has been equally challenging. And I have, of course, found myself, myself um, constantly surprised and proud of how they've handled themselves, you know, and how they have led the team. When there were times that none of us really knew what to do, 
um, they seemed to have the pulse on, you know, on what the team needed and um, were able to bring them together. So it's really, um, you know, I'm, I'm constantly in awe. Um, and although they're not always, you know, we're not perfect, they sometimes rise to that level sometimes, you know, so it's pretty fun to be a part of it. Excellent. We'll go through the, each of the seniors in alphabetical order, starting with the women's team. Eliza Blood um, from Queensbury, New York, all academic this year as a senior. Tell me a little about her development as a skier over her career. Yeah, Eliza came in uh, and, you know, one of the things that stands out to me is her real determination. Uh, as a first year, um, you know, she wasn't where she wanted to be. Uh, and, uh, you know, that happens to a lot of people. It's a big jump from high school and even junior national skiing to the collegiate level and the D1 level. And um, she just put her head down and trained and um, sorted through, you know, a lot of things, you know, and really came back as, um, you know, an impactful member of the team, um, you know, focused on technique, focused on nutrition, focused on endurance and uh, changed the way she did things. So, um, you know, it's, it's been really impressive. You know, one of the, one of her feats that she um, accomplished just kind of out of the blue and she did it this year too. Um, you know, she was abroad her junior year on her birthday. She, you know, decided that she was just gonna go run a marathon in the mountains. And, you know, we all kind of went, what, you did that? And, uh, and, and then this year, uh, she did the same darn thing, you know? So it's just, um, you know, that's kind of who she is and what she's about. And um, she, she quietly just gets things done. So it was, a, it was a pleasure to work with her. Terrific. Zoe McKinney named a team captain this year, a three-time NESCAC All-Academic Selection. Um, what made her uh, team captain material, in your opinion? What, what made her such a strong leader? <laughs> um, well, one of the things about Zoe that once you meet her, um, you recognize right away is that she's, um, you know, she's incredibly outgoing. Uh, and she's also someone who is really easy to um, to talk with. And uh, she also makes, you know, really thoughtful decisions. And, uh, and I think because of those things, and uh, certainly her dedication as an athlete as well, um, you know, those were some of the qualities that um, allowed her to sort of, um, you know, take over in that leadership role. Um, again, you know, we have a small team and I think our captains tend to be, you know, there's never a conflict in coaches and team in terms of who they want to lead. Um, so, you know, she just over the course of the last four years, um, you know, uh, listened and learned from everybody in front of her and just took it right over. It was seamless. She was great. Um, and in terms of her abilities, uh, again, she, uh, you know, I think all the seniors uh, on the women's side, Eliza, Maya, and Zoe, all um, really focused on getting better. Uh, and Zoe really did that year after year after year, you know, and so to, um, to come in and as a junior have a great season, you know, and was hopeful for this year as well. Um, you know, they made summer decisions based on training and, you know, so really, really um, just, just a big impactful person on our team. 
great. Maya Seckinger uh, from a very small town in Washington State, Winthrop, Washington, uh, had an injury initially here, but had two really strong seasons in 2019-2020, scoring a lot of points for the Bobcats, right? She sure did, yeah. Um, Maya came in with an injury, and she was sidelined for a while, and that took, you know, it takes a lot as, as anyone uh, working with these, you know, this, this caliber of, of the athletes that we have here on our team. Um, it was tough, right? And she kind of powered through that and um, came back stronger than ever. Uh, Maya is a phenomenal classic skier and always has been. And so to work through that injury and to really find herself where she had hoped to be, you know, I mean, I think this year, sadly enough for a lot of these athletes this year might've been that big year, you know, that sort of, she, you know, I think if she had continued on that path, she might've found herself at NCAAs this year, but, um, you know, uh, she had a huge impact in her ability to just be able to step up um, and be, you know, and persevere through so much of, um, so much of the, the years prior with um, kind of with injuries, she seemed to always have something going on. She was always working on it and she was always sort of making sure that she could do the things she needed to do to um, contribute to the team. Great, moving on to the men's team in alphabetical order again, starting with Tucker Barber. I mentioned Maya's from across the country. Well, Tucker's from right around the corner uh, from Wilton, Maine, went to Mount Blue High School uh, and also ran cross country here, right? He did, he did a lot at Bates. He sure did, yeah. Tucker was a great uh, member of our program. Um, I think one of the things that stands out to me, there's, there's two things, because I, you know, Tucker is one of those um, skiers who he's so determined and uh, so um, competitive and he just quietly gets the work done, you know? So he led without um, having to say a thing, you know? I mean, he was there all the time. He had skiing in mind, even though he was a standout runner as well. He always had skiing in the back of his mind. So he was making sure that he was doing enough for both sports. Uh, and, you know, I'll never forget his race at the Bates Carnival last year. You know, it was just this, um, you know, this classic race. The weather was horrific, um, you know, and he just put his head down and, and had one of the best races um, and brought the team with him, you know, and, and I think they'll all remember that race. I certainly remember that as a coach. I remember Tucker. Um, you know, a standout in that one. Um, so uh, great addition. And we're going to miss them. We're going to, we're going to miss all of them. Right. Sure. But we will miss that, um, the, that work ethic that he brought to the program. Then how about what, what impact did Cole Fuller bring uh, across the country again from Bend, Oregon? Yeah, Cole. Um, one of the things that stands out to me, Cole was one of those skiers who, um, you know, again, sort of put that work in, um, and when you least expect it, he was the one that scored for the team, right? So on that day where things seemed to go, um, you know, off kilter, Cole was the steadfast guy that finished the race um, and at 15K started getting stronger. So uh, I will always remember him for that. Um, and as well, he, he, he had a lot of fun. He wanted to, um, he, he just really... He's a firefighter in the summer when he started doing that. I think that really changed his, um, you know, just his idea of fitness and what it meant to him. 
um, because it was all interconnected and, uh, you know, really great addition. We'll miss him. Tucker Pierce, another Mainer, both Tuckers from Maine. Uh, Tucker Pierce, one of the three team captains for Bates Nordic. Uh, what, what made him such a strong leader? Tucker has this great ability to bring people together. Um, so we had three captains on the team. And sometimes when that happens for us, we sort of have a women's team, a women's team captain, a men's team captain, and then this person that can sort of bring those groups together. And Tucker had that great ability. You know, he um, he's thoughtful, he listens, uh, and he also is willing to you know, make those calls for the team to say, we need to do this, you need to do that. Um, and, uh, and this is why. So I, I really appreciated that he could bring that balance uh, and be able to, uh, and, and be able to bridge the men's and women's teams because we train together all the time, you know, and we got to get along. So he really helped with that. Um, and from a racing perspective also uh, made that decision to uh, focus on Nordic skiing. Once he did that, uh, his training really, tra his, his hours went up and he had some great finishes. Uh, and unfortunately last year, uh, 2020, he was, he had an injury, you know, I think he was on the way to another one of those years. Uh, and then he had to deal with an injury and he was able to come back a little bit, but uh, I think, um, you know, now what I saw with him as he came in this year um, under the circumstances that we were under, I think he brought that element of, you know, joy to the team. You know, we do this because we love it and it's fun. And this is how we're going to, this is how we're going to do that. Last but not least, of course, three-time team captain Carter Ross. I mean, we've talked about him before his leadership. You may, he was you know, team captain as a sophomore. That's fairly rare, right? It's fairly rare. Yeah, there's a few others that have done that and they're very memorable. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, you just Carter has a presence about him that, um, you know, that people sort of um, they kind of flock to, you know, he um, he carries the room uh, and uh, he is, you know, responsible and respectful and um, you know, again, it has the ability to make those decisions, but also, you know, sees, um, he was always that, that person for me that, you know, was <laughs> making sure he, he could see ahead what we needed to do, you know, and he could predict some things that, you know, this is going to happen, or we need to make sure we're doing this, or, you know, back, uh, you know, why don't you look at this as we put these programs or teams together or practices together, and I really respected that vision that he had for the team. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why, you know, he certainly stood out as a sophomore and continued um, in that role, you know, for three years. He was, um, you know, it's hard to replace someone who's been a captain for three years. Uh, so uh, I know we'll be able to do, he's also a standout, um, you know, academically, right? And I think when you have a captain that um, works really hard athletically and works really hard academically, you just set a standard that is, is what is expected. And uh, I really appreciate that piece as well that he brought to the program. And he just really wanted to have fun. You know, I mean, in, in terms of his racing, he brought a great deal. It's just super talent. Um, so 
I don't know, seven seniors, we're going to miss them, uh, you know, and, and I think one of the hardest things about this year is that um, there was never really a beginning or an end, you know, and uh, our, you know, our captains, but certainly these seniors had a perspective that really helped the team, you know, they just, you know, we're just going to do the best we can, and we're going to continue to try to get better, because there might, what if, you know, what if we get to race, we want to be ready. And, and uh, I think it's hard to do. It was hard to do this year. And they all in their own ways brought that to the program and really allowed us to bridge this gap between 2020 and 2022. And that's a huge gift to the skiers uh, on the team that will be, you know, racing next year to all the underclassmen. So I can't thank them enough for that. All right, Becky Woods, thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast, saluting the Bates Nordic Seniors. Thanks again. Thanks, Aaron. For the Bates Alpine Skiing Program, Senior Captain Joe Gillis stepped up and led the way for the Bobcats. The three-time NASCAC All-Academic Selection looks back on his time as a Bobcat. Yeah, so Bates really first got on my radar just because I really wanted to go to a school that really prioritized academics. Um that's what I first looked at. And then going from there, I wanted a place where I felt I could compete at a uh, high level and sustain, you know, that high level of skiing. Um, and so Bates was really just a culmination of both those uh, where the academics were, are still obviously outstanding. And then athletically it gave me a chance to really compete at that level that I wanted to. And then now as a senior, you've got two relatives actually on the team also, Sarah Gillis, uh, your younger sister, and then your younger cousin, Robert Gillis as well. How cool is that to have uh, the Gillises coming through Bates here? It's definitely really unique. Uh, not, it was not something I necessarily expected when I uh, first came to Bates, but uh, it's definitely, it's an experience that I don't think many other people get to necessarily share, but I really, I've cherished it over the past couple of years having that. And yeah, it's really just helped. Me personally, just having them there, able to push me, able to, you know, keep me in line. It's been really fun. Being a senior captain this year in a season where there, there weren't any carnivals or anything like that. I know some of the skiers have been able to get some training in elsewhere and everything. But what was it like from your perspective, how, you, know, you know, being a leader in a year where there weren't any, you know, intercollegiate competitions, basically? I would say it's definitely been different. In terms of just filling the leadership position and being able to do stuff as a team, I wouldn't say that's been necessarily too different from other years uh, in the past. You know, I think the captain position is usually just somebody who's there guiding underclassmen, making sure they know times of departure, making sure there's a steady hand if they need help, you know, talking about something. And I would say from that perspective, it hasn't been radically different from years past. And, you know, I've really taken a lot away from former captains who, help me get through this or get through my time at Bates. So I would say though, however, with COVID and everything, it's been unique in the sense that uh, obviously having an intern coach and Kurt Samard, that, that maybe has been the biggest change that has really impacted us, making our season much uh, more difficult than we probably thought going in. But uh, I, I can't say enough good things about what Kurt has done for the team this year and just how great uh, athletically everything has been for us all things considered going into this year. Yeah, how have you worked with him uh, in terms of, you know, him coming in, you know, kind of new to the program, you having a few years under your belt and also being a captain. How has that relationship developed? Yeah, Kurt's really, he's an outstanding communicator. He really, he really is good at contacting everybody individually, working with them at an individual level to make sure they're getting what they need. 
you know, on Hill, he's outstanding. Definitely knows what it takes to be a high-level college athlete. And, yeah, I just cannot say enough good things about Kurt this year. He's really stepped up to the challenge of this COVID-19 year. Yeah, how often were you able to get out there to Sunday River and train? Same as usual or a little bit less, perhaps? Um, I would say a little bit less than normal. But, I mean, skiing is one of those things where even if you're not necessarily training, you can still go out there and do that. Um, it's something that I, you know, I look forward to moving on and doing more of now. It's just the ability to go out there and ski. But uh, once we were able to start participating as a team in uh, early March, uh, we were able to get out there a fair amount, a couple of days a week, and you know get those reps that we really, really were looking for and need for to prepare for next season. Well, along with skiing, you've been an all-academic selection in the NESCAC, um, you know, the maximum three times. So I do know it, it is a commute to get out the Sunday River. You, sometimes you feel like you might be living on that mountain. How have you been able to balance the academics with the time commitment skiing takes? Uh, it's definitely a challenge. I think the people like to say the van ride is pretty quick, but it, it's definitely a full hour up there and a full hour back. So I think you you really got to be committed to your academics. You got to get your work done ahead of time. Um, in some ways, I think that really helps you almost in a way do better just because you're on that such such a tight regimented schedule. Um, and I obviously I really learned a lot from people who are above me in the program. A lot of other athletes that have been above me were really outstanding students. And they really helped push me to make sure that I was on top of my studying from an early time here at Bates. Well, take us back to when we did have carnivals in, in 2018, 2019, and, and 2020 for the skiing program as well. But um, what were some memorable carnivals for you? What are some ones that really stand out? I, I think without question, uh, especially on the men's side of things, for us, the most memorable carnival last year was just the home carnival here at Bates. Uh, I know a big, a big challenge that we kind of put forth last year is we really wanted to knock off one of the top tier programs in one of the carnivals. And uh in the Bay GS, we were able to unseat UBM for, uh, well, I believe it was our best finish all year. And just being able to compete with a program like that, something that's obviously they have a lot higher level athletes who are coming in from foreign, uh, foreign places who are on national teams, who are competing, you know, during this COVID year on a national stage. Uh, I think we really lived up to the challenge. We kind of, we like that idea of us being an underdog and, uh, being able to go out there and compete with guys like that. That was really a cool moment for us, I think. Yeah, what people may not realize is Bates does compete at the highest level of collegiate skiing. You're competing against the best of the best. Overall, what's that experience been like throughout the years here? It's just great. I mean, it keeps getting better and better every year. Just, you know, there's more good people coming in each year who are really pushing uh, everybody, I think, here. But uh, Bates really gives you a chance to compete with the best and uh, – can't say enough good things about it over the past couple of years. What's been some of the ways you've seen yourself grow as a skier since you first arrived here to now, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, I came in originally as somebody walked onto the program. So my expectations for myself were not, they were, they were not super high, but, um, you know, obviously I was able to, I, my freshman year, I was not a full-time starter or anything. I did not participate in every uh, single weekend in the carnivals and then slowly, you know, I progressed and I basically transformed into a full-time starter over the past couple of years. And that was not something I really set forth as an expectation for myself when I first got here, but I was really pleased with myself, my own personal growth that I was able to experience here and just being able to compete at that level was, it was really a pleasure. 
So you weren't really recruited then to the program. You kind of came to Bates and was like, I want to try out for the skiing team. How'd that kind of go for you? So uh, when I was first got into Bates, actually, it was under a, uh, a different coach, uh, Rogan Kano, who uh, obviously left. Um, and then I was basically told that if I performed well as a postgraduate, I ended up taking a postgraduate year before college. Um, I might have the opportunity to compete at Bates. Uh, unfortunately, he ended up leaving during that year. So then a new uh, coach transitioned in, Michaela Holland, who was just fantastic. I mean, she was my coach for all my carnivals. Um, and yeah, she gave me an opportunity to compete. She liked the results I obviously had as a postgrad. And then uh, I was on a trial run my freshman year. And then from there, things just kind of grew. Seems like a lot of skiers do take those postgrad years. Uh, what, what value does that kind of, what value do you get from it, I guess? And, um, and what value do you have, have you seen other skiers get from it? I think the skiers really able to gain like a level of maturity that maybe that not some other athletes maybe aren't able to experience until they get through college their first year. Um, obviously when you take a post-grad year, a lot of students are living on their own. Uh, you're not really in, enrolled in classes. It's really just you focusing on your sport. Um, and it can be difficult at times, you know, it really puts a lot of pressure on yourself. Um, and coming to college, like once you do get to college, it's almost in a way a lot easier because that pressure is suddenly gone. You know, you have more things to focus on. But I think just being put in those situations and just having to take care of yourself and having to have that maturity to be able to compete week in, week out, um, I think it's really good for a lot of athletes on the team. You mentioned the team highlight of um, beating UVM there at the Bates Carnival. Um, for, from an individual standpoint, what are some particularly – do you have memorable runs? I mean, they're so quick, right? <laughs> You're down the hill <laughs> in such a quick amount of time. But were there any particular carnivals you remember in terms of – maybe good or bad in terms of uh, some memorable runs in the slalom or, or the GS there? Yeah, uh, probably I would say my most memorable run or maybe weekend as a whole is uh, – my sophomore year, we went up to uh, the St. Lawrence Carnival. It was like a, the season opener that year. And obviously, I the year before, I performed like what I thought was pretty reasonably well for myself, but my expectations were not very high going in. And I was able to come away with, at the time, a career best 19th. And after first run, I was sitting in about 28th, 29th place. And in ski racing, you have what's called the flip 30, where the top 30 guys from the first run flip backwards in order to run for the second run and so i just remember the nerves kind of being up there in the start before the second run going oh wow, i'm i'm really in here with everybody like i'm really competing on this run so i think that that was probably my most memorable run i think i ever had as a senior net right now obviously the, the world is in an odd shape but what are some thoughts you have on the near future for you after you graduate from bates here yeah so um next year i'm plan on moving to Boston. I'm going to be attending BC Law as a uh, graduate student. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then I'm just, as a whole, I'm looking forward to taking a step back from skiing, but still being out there, whether it's a resource on the Bates ski team or just being up there on the weekends with some friends. Um, I think the one great thing about skiing is that even though I'm done competing collegiately like skiing never really ends for you it's always something that's kind of a part of your life and not many other athletes get to say that so I'm really looking forward to continuing my journey with skiing even though it's going to be outside of Bates. and you are obviously going to have a probably be keeping track of how the Bobcats are doing right once they finally get back to carnival competition I imagine 
I mean, of course, obviously I've got some relatives here that I got to keep an eye on. So excellent. Well, any other thoughts you want to share about your time at Bates on the ski team or um, perhaps just overall? I mean, as I said before, I just can't, I can't say enough good things, how thankful I am to have been a part of this team for the past four years. And I'm confident going forward that it's going to be in great hands with future leadership coming up. And I'm just so thankful to everyone for everything they've given me. Joe Gillis, senior captain of the Bates Alpine skiing team. Thanks so much for joining us on the Bobcats. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Aaron. Really appreciate it too. Interim head coach Kurt Samard has balanced getting to know his seniors while preparing the program for the future. Coach, we just talked to Joe Gillis, senior captain, and you were telling me before we started what a contribution he's made to help you kind of as almost like an assistant coach with, with the program, um, even though there wasn't a carnival season. Tell me a little bit more about Joe Gillis and what he's meant. Yeah, so when I, you know, I started back in, in the fall, you know, both the captains, Joe Gillis and, and Daphne James, were super to bounce thoughts off of, get some insight from. And, um, you know, Daphne ended up being remote this year, this, this winter, so to speak, when we came back in, in, in February uh, and Joe was back and um, just really helpful in just coordinating our training, um, communicating, you know, help communicate with the team ideas on, on, you know, where, where folks were at, you know, it's, I it really, with all, with all these seniors, I tried to strike a balance between, you know, this is what we're doing and where are you at, you know, given the fact that, you know, the, the kind of the floors come out from underneath you here, your senior year. So um, he was, he was really good with that. And I, and I definitely appreciated that. And, you know, it is, a, it's, it's eight seniors total out of, you know, the two teams, the, the men's and the women's teams, uh, eight out of the total of 20. So it's, it's a, it's a significant number of, of, bobcats here graduating and i i think i i have been amazed at each and every one of them get however i've had to get to know them um they are awesome citizens they they care about bates college they care about bates skiing and i think they have really set a path for future folks coming in you know set the bar at a at a, at a pretty strong level and um, one thing I, I, that I've been really impressed with, I mean, they care about competition and, and ski racing. Um, but I think the neat thing is you can tell that they, they, they love the sport of skiing. And I think it's going to be a big part of their life moving forward. And that's something that's transcended through. I mean, uh, even a few of them that, that have been back, like a Max Schneider who, who hasn't uh, been training. But I, I've seen him a few times just out. Yes, skiing on the mountain and just the passion for it. And, um, you know, I, I, I told them, you know, it's, it's, it's hard when, when, you know, something happens like this to keep that, that high level of, of what you're chasing and why you're doing it. And um, so no, no judgment if, if this has come along and it's sort of take the, taking the wind out of your sail, so to speak. So um, it's a great group. It really is a great group of, of student athletes, and I certainly have appreciated uh, getting to know them. Yeah, and then on the women's side, there's three seniors, Amelia Kaplan, then Griffin Mueller, and Hannah West. And, uh, you know, Mueller and West both had, you know, big-time performances throughout their careers uh, for the Bobcats. Uh, prior to you uh, joining, obviously, I haven't got to see them in competition yet, but I know you were able to connect with uh, at least um, them in some way, somehow, right? Tell me a little bit about how, 
you tried to, you know, connect with these seniors, because you mentioned there's so many a variety of ways that, um, you know, some were remote, some were here. How do you kind of balance that from a coaching perspective? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those three, I mean, Griffin was coming off of an injury and and she uh, spent a lot of time in Colorado during the break. Hannah was out in the Western United States as well. And Amelia Kaplan was uh, doing quite a bit of training in Vermont and, you know, improving. So uh, they, they were... They were, they were doing different things in, in those ways. Um, but again, I think they, they, they all just tried to find the silver lining in the, in, in the whole, the whole winter. And, um, and I think, I think that as challenging as it all was, I think that it's, it's, you have to take the, the best out of what the opportunity was. And, you know, I can remember having a, for example, having a conversation with Hannah West and because of, of ski training and everything else, she hadn't had Thanksgiving with her family in eight years. So she had Thanksgiving with her family this year. So, you know, there's, there's, there's all kinds of different um, ways to look at it. Uh, so, but uh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. And the seniors on the men's side, we mentioned Joe Gillis and what he's contributed. You have Matthew Hannes, Taggart Mueller, uh, Max Schneider, and also Calvin Wilson on the men's side, some, some all academic performers there. And then of course, um, you know, Kat Taggart Mueller being Griffin Mueller's brother and, and Joe Gillis also has some family connections on this team. Right. So uh, legacy continues uh, for some of these Bobcats, I suppose, even after graduation. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sarah is Sarah's junior and, and uh, she'll be here next year, which is awesome. She's had a great training uh, stretch here in the, the last couple months. So um, there's a lot to, a lot to look forward to. And I certainly, I mean, I think, with this group, I, I really look forward to, they'll be around, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be coming back. And I really look forward to, to uh, seeing them in a, in a different, different way. And um, it's exciting. Yeah, certainly. And, and talking to Joe, he said he's, he might take a step back from actual skiing. I think he's going, he mentioned he's going to law school after this. Yes. Um, I mean, he, his, he performed really well in the classroom, uh, during his time at Bates, as did a number of Bobcats on this team, so all academic selections that I mentioned. I mean, from a coaching perspective, how, how impressed were you that, you know, they were able to be all academic despite, you know, having to travel, you know, so, you know, to Sunday River each and every, almost every day, right, during this, during the season? Yeah, it, it's, it's really impressive, the discipline, the academic discipline and, and everything, and even just in the fall, um, getting to know some of them and you know at that point it was like what's your plan for December you know what, what are you doing in early January and you know but then it led to because they were seniors it led to the spring and you know many of them had had plans they've been working on they've had some internships and you know they have been they haven't been messing around they're they're ready to go after graduation they got some plans in place and some so it's it's a uh, Pretty impressive. Excellent. What other thoughts you wanted to share about the senior class for the Alpine skiing program this year? As, as I know it's a it's a weird situation. You coming in new to Bates yeah. in, a, in a time of uh, no carnivals. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's it'll it'll be something that will be with me for the you know the rest of my life. You know, he came into a situation and got uh, got to know some student athletes in a in a in a, in a challenging way, but um also in a in a really a really cool way so i i it's um i feel like i feel like i've 
worked with him a lot more than I really have in some ways, which is kind of, which is, a, which is a compliment. I should say, you know, it's, um, it's really good. Kurt Samard, interim head coach of the Alpine skiing program. Thanks so much for joining us on the Bobcast and saluting our Alpine skiing seniors. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Aaron. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll continue our senior salutes this time with the basketball teams here from the four senior men's basketball captains, as well as women's basketball captain, Julia Middlebrook next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, 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 Bates.